Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 21st of December and I'm now going to run through key developments in the markets in the last week or so and also our thoughts going forward. Well, I think I should start by something of an apology. Um, I spent much of the last year in these commentaries talking about Covid and Brexit and I'm afraid I'm going to end the year um, talking about these two, very two same subjects. Um, I have to also say that um, I'm surprised, I probably shouldn't be, that yet another, as it were, final Brexit deadline has come and gone, with no agreement reached, uh, but the talks supposedly still continuing. Um, same two sticking points, uh, fishing and state aid. Um, and as a result of this, you know, no deal worries are once again back to the fore. We've seen this in the reaction of uh, the pound um, this morning. Um, so this pound is down sort of some one and a half, two percent this morning, uh, back down to sort of 132 against the dollar, uh, 109 against the euro. But it has to be said, these moves are not that big in the grand scheme of things. Um, and this may well be just because no one, um, maybe not even the key players, are really still any the wiser um, as to whether we end up with a deal or not. Um, and it's also, you know, it has to be said the case that, you know, no deal and deal at the end of the day are not actually so very different. Um, certainly no deal will you know, cause more disruption, but, you know, we've got mounting chaos at the ports already. And so in a way, this sort of really just amounts to more of the same. Well, um, you know, what's going on with Brexit is clearly one of the reasons why the, the pound is down today. Um, but the other big reason why the pound and also equity markets generally are off is clearly what's happened with the virus. The fact that we've got this uh, new virus mutation, we've got new uh, lockdown measures in parts of the UK, new travel restrictions between the UK and Europe as a result of this new um, highly infectious uh, variant or mutation. Um, and what this clearly does mean is that, you know, the contraction, which is already looking pretty likely in the fourth quarter in the UK and Europe, um, is going to be worse than it would have been. Um, quite possibly it could um, extend into the new year. Um, if you believe Matt Hancock, um, he said over the weekend, it's the health secretary, um, that the latest restrictions could actually be with us for a number of months. Um, Certainly this clearly could be the case, um, but I think if, you know, if there's one thing we've learned over the last few months is you know, not to trust the government's forecasts. They don't know what's going to happen in the next few days or few weeks, uh, let alone the next few months. I think the other key point is that even if you know, this downturn is worse than what it looked like it's going to be a few weeks ago, it's still going to be nothing like what we saw back in you know, the spring. Um, and indeed, we had retail sales numbers out last week. Um, retail sales were down in November as a, re as a result of the lockdown then. But they are still actually above where they were pre-COVID. Um, and what's happened is even though sort of spending on or spending on services has collapsed, some of this spending has been, as it were, redirected to goods and is boosting retail sales. So, sure, um, short term, as it were, the economy is heading in the wrong direction but um, you're not going to see anything like the contraction you saw back in the spring. Um, how is this impacting equity markets? Um, well, as I say, they're down to 2.5%, 3% today, but this actually means they're still up on the month. So as yet, um, 
it's not really a big deal. Um, in terms of whether it becomes a big deal, whether you see a sort of significantly larger correction, I think what it really ha- what it really holds or what it really sort of hinges on is whether, as it were, the vaccine rollout continues um, smoothly, and also whether this um, and whether the vaccines prove just as effective against this new, more infectious mutation. Um, it's early days, but you know the experts do appear fairly confident that the vaccine will remain effective. And as for the rollout, um, it has to be said rather surprisingly, actually, it seems to have been a model of efficiency so far in the UK. So I think, you know, the balance or the odds still very much favour uh, the prospect that by sort of um, the second quarter, by the middle of next year, um, we will have seen um, a good proportion of the population vaccinated and protected against the virus. And what this means is that we should be returning back towards normality. And this means we should be seeing a pretty strong recovery in the economy following the weakness um, we've seen in the, in the sort of next few weeks or so. Um, well, in the UK and Europe, it's all sort of doom and gloom at the moment. Um, but it has to be said in the States, actually, we've had some good news. Um, and the good news here is that actually, finally, finally, we've seen... Um, the fiscal stimulus package, which uh, Congress and the President have been arguing about for months now. Um, it looks like we've finally got an agreement. Um, a fiscal stimulus package of around 900 billion or 4% of GDP. So it's quite significant. And that will clearly sort of be a sort of uh, significant prop um, for the economy. So just to sort of wrap up, um, our base case is unchanged. Um, short term, sure, markets could fall back somewhat further but we stick to our sort of more optimistic view on markets down the road because we still believe in this global recovery, um, strong global recovery sort of from the second quarter onwards, notwithstanding what's going on at the moment. Um, Stepping back a bit further, um, you know, you have to say that um, this year has been pretty extraordinary in terms of the market moves. Um, And even though, you know, it is justifiable, we think it is justified by sort of very, the very low level of rates, the fact that equity markets in many cases are now at all-time highs, even though, as it were, you know, we're still in the midst of a global pandemic, even though we're still coming out of one of the worst sort of global recessions ever, it's pretty incredible. Um, but to sort of end on an even more incredible note, um, just look at Tesla. Look at the market cap of Tesla. Um, we had sort of further news last week that it basically... Um, Tesla is joining the world of the grown-ups. It's now being included in the sort of main S&P 500 index in the States. And this gave a sort of further lift to the share price. And what this means is that the market cap of Tesla is now greater than the combination of all the other major auto manufacturers in the world. Tesla is worth more than all the other major auto manufacturers. Um, In a way, this is a fairy tale. Maybe this will all end well. Maybe it'll turn out to be a bubble. Who knows? But I guess a fairy tale is a good way to sort of end this commentary just because we're in, it's Christmas and Christmas is a time for fairy tales. So um, I'd just like to end by saying on behalf of Kingswood, um, I would like to wish you all a merry festive season. Well, as merry as it can be given the circumstances. And let's hope 2021 is a lot better than 2020. Anyway, I won't be back next week, but I will be back on Monday the 4th. Uh, Thank you for listening.
Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.